Have you been in a state first thing in the morning where things are scattered all over the place, books, bags, clothes, you're running late, your children are running late and you're feeling very frustrated. That does not seem like the great way to start the day. So people wonder and ask me, what is the best way to prepare for a day that is stressless or stress-free? I am Dr. Duny, the mom empowerment coach, family doctor, international speaker, the best-selling author of the book, Every Mom is a Supermom, and your host on the Wellbeing for Mothers show. It's my absolute pleasure to be with you on this show because today we're not going to just be learning a practical thing, but it's something you can start taking action from right now. So if you have not already subscribed to the show, share it with others and listen to this again and again. I remember the mornings when I would wake up feeling very frustrated, feeling really tense because one, I did not have my things sorted out. My children were probably half asleep, half awake, not wanting to get up. And it was school morning. I was going to work that day. And of course, there were deadlines that needed to be completed, things that needed to be done. I don't know if that has happened to you, but this is something that happens in the life of many mothers. And I'm sure you're nodding your head saying, oh, I think that was me this morning. So how do you prepare for the day? How do you try to reduce the stress that you're feeling in the morning when you're getting your children ready for school, you're getting yourself ready for work or business, and you're trying to get the day moving in a positive light? Like it said by the scouts, be prepared. Preparation is key. For you to reach any height in life, for you to achieve any goal in life, you need to prepare to an extent. And then, of course, things will start to unfold. This is not to say that you don't get curveballs, but when you do get the curveballs, you would know that you have prepared and you've done the best you could. You leave the rest. And that's where grace comes in. So you'll probably ask, when do you prepare for the day? You start preparing for the day, the day before. Yes, I did say that. You start preparing for today, yesterday. So rather than being very sad that you have not prepared for today, yesterday, we'll start that preparation today. So now you know, you start preparing for tomorrow from today. And I'll show you a very simple framework I do. It's about an hour long, but it's a fun hour that you can do by yourself or even with your children. So do stay tuned. And you might as well want to get a download of this that I have described. I will put it at the bottom of how you can get the download of this schedule and you can pin it onto your fridge, put it on the mirror, put it somewhere that you can see so that you know that this is a time that you can start preparing for your day. So let's get on with it. When you are preparing and facing a morning, you have this chemical called cortisol. I'm sure you might've heard of it. Maybe you know it as cortisol or you perhaps know it as the stress hormone. That is a very important chemical that helps us to deal with the day. 
It's usually highest in the morning and should go down as the day progresses. And what happens as that goes down is that melatonin then starts to increase in amounts to prepare us to go to sleep. But there are many times when mothers are feeling so stressed throughout the day and that cortisol level is persistently high. That is what leads to mom burnout and actually lead to a lot of stress. Of course, you know that stress has got its impacts on your health and well-being of body, mind, soul, and spirit. And we do not want that to happen. So one of the first things you need to look at is pick a time in the evening. Perhaps you are one who puts the children to go to bed by 7 or 8 or 9 p.m. Pick an hour. If it's one that you want to do with the children, you can do it in the final hour before they go to bed. Or if it's something you'd like to do while they have gone to bed, you can do it an hour after they've gone to bed. And so pick the one that suits you. But usually it is an hour. And in that hour, you divide it into three segments. The first segment is about 20 minutes long. The second segment is about 20 minutes long. And the third segment is also another 20 minutes. So what happens in the 20 minutes is very important because that is what we help you to prepare for the following day. So the first 20 minutes is where you do preparation. I call that the prep section. So this general preparation section is to prepare you and your children for what you would encounter the next day. If perhaps the next day is a working day, a school day, what you'll be doing at that time will be to prepare your bag. Now, this process is best done with the children because it's so much fun and you can make it so much fun. Many mothers would like a situation whereby they just do it very quickly and get it over and done with. And perhaps they just feel, okay, it's my duty. It might be your duty, but how do you teach the children how to get themselves ready for the day if they don't start preparing now? So you can show them how to get their school bags, remove any <laughs> gifts and all the things that they might have put in their bags. You know, those children that go make some art and craft things. And I'm saying this because I have children like that. For some reason, they make a lot of um, drawings and kind of images and things and they pop it into their bag at the end of the day. And by the time they come home, you'll be thinking that you have opened a craft club. So in this kind of scenario, you would want to clean out the bag, put any relevant books or materials, perhaps they have a assignments tomorrow that they need to submit, all that is put in the bag. Now, of course, you also would prepare your own bag. Now, of course, women, we have more than one bag. Perhaps tomorrow you would like to take the bag that is a certain color, um, your red bag, and you would like to put things in there that you need for the next day. You have a presentation, put your folder in there. You have your purse, you put it in there because you do not want a situation whereby you have at the back of your mind, you're going to fill up your car with fuel and you just find out, oh my goodness, my wallet, my purse is in the other bag. 
So this is the time to put all that in the bag. All the things you need, pop them in your bag, prepare those bags. Now, the other thing, which is another fun thing to do with the children, is preparing the snacks for the next day or the food for the next day. Now, when I talk about food and snacks, I'm talking about the ones you're probably going to be taking to school, taking to work. So sometimes you might have um, a meal that needs to be warmed up and put in a flask for the morning. That's fine. Prepare part of the meal. If you need to have salads, this is the time to chop your salads up and put in the refrigerator in the appropriate container. This is the time for you to rinse out the water bottles that they use to take water that day and put them in a place where all you need to do is fill them up, up with water first thing in the morning and attach it to their school bag ready to go to school. Same with you as well. So those are the times that in the kitchen, you prepare all that you need for the next day. Another good thing about that 20 minutes is also a time where perhaps you can also clean up the kitchen. Everybody has had their final meal, dinner. So clean up the kitchen, wash up, let the children also keep in. No matter how young they are, they can do something. Even a two-year-old can wipe the table. A toddler can put their toys away. These are ways by which you bring your children into the picture as you're preparing. And the moment they start to get this into a routine, guess what? You're preparing them for success. Now, the final thing you'll be doing at the first 20 minutes of the prep section is to lay out your things. Now, these are laying out your clothes for the next day. So the children will perhaps have their school uniform, whatever it is they're wearing, let them lay it out. Most of the time, people just put it on a hanger and hang it in the corner of the room or hang it on the wardrobe or just put it in the wardrobe. Or perhaps you've got a chair you want to hang it on in your bedroom. Go ahead, do that. Whatever works for you, make sure you just lay everything out. Think about it from underwear to the clothes themselves, to the socks, the shoes, whatever that is, lay them out. Now, of course, in some homes, you have shoes separate from the bedroom. So you perhaps you have a shoe cabinet. That is the time to look at that school shoe. Is there any mud on it? Is there any mucky stuff? Let the children clean their school shoes for the next day. You also know the shoe you would like to wear. Put it aside. Make sure that it's right there so that as soon as you finish getting dressed and you're ready to go, slip your shoes on, hop into the car or hit the road and start going about your business. So that is what you do in the first 20 minutes. For the second 20 minutes, this is more an emotional preparation. This is where you take care of your soul and that of your children. And also you kind of clear out things. This is a cleaning out segment of your preparation hour. This cleaning and clearing out is done on a soul level, on a spiritual level, on a physical level, and on an emotional level. So it's very important that we look at this from a holistic point of view. So the first thing you can do is, of course, get the children to either bath or shower, wash their face, whatever it is that works for you. Now, in my own home, we tend to have a bath or a shower. 
depending on how late it is or perhaps the weather as well. Sometimes during winter, the children may not want to have a bath and you might not also want to have a bath. And if perhaps you're the kind of person that says, look, I use so much water to have a bath. Why don't I save the planet some water by doing a shower instead? It's up to you. But the idea is to wash yourself. You've been out all day. You've done stuff all day. Why don't you wash yourself, cleanse yourself, get yourself ready? Now, of course, in addition to that, remember that as you bathe, you are washing off any dead cells. The cells of the skin, they regenerate quite rapidly. And sometimes they can leave uh, a certain odor. And that's why, especially with teenagers and older, we get certain uh, smells at some times of them. What's that smell? And maybe you want to have a deodorant or a perfume. It's not about covering up. It's about washing out anything that might be um, built up that should not be built up on your skin, in your um, er private areas. And this is very important. I'm sharing this with you because we as mothers need to be mindful of that for ourselves and for our children. Teaching them all these things is so key. Now, of course, the next thing is something that is very dear to my heart, which is your teeth. Now, I'm a family doctor. I'm not a dentist, but I know that your mouth is one of the places that many people would describe as the dirtiest because we put a lot of things in our mouth. You see that a young child that just picks up everything from the floor and pops it in their mouth. We eat lots of foods and they get stuck between our teeth they can actually serve as an environment for bugs to grow. So this is a time for you to brush your teeth. And if you do floss, go ahead and do that. So that's another physical cleansing that you do. Now I'm going to do something like a mental cleansing as well that would really make this fun. And what that is, is when you're brushing your teeth, try to use your non-dominant hand. So if you're left-handed, use your right hand to brush your teeth. And if you're right-handed, use your left hand to brush your teeth. So do that. Encourage your children to do that. And make fun of each other while you do it. Laugh at each other. Have a great time. This preparation hour is not for you to have a strict routine where everybody's uptight and feeling frustrated. It's supposed to be funny. So let them have fun. You also have fun. And the final part of this second segment, which is the cleansing segment, is having a journal. Now, this journal is one of my, the best um, journals I've ever come across, and that's having a worry journal. This is so good because what it does, it helps to clean out your mental and emotional headspace so that you are ready to wind down for the night. It's one of those things that helps with the cortisol stress levels being reduced. So you might have a notebook or a notebook for your children, a journal, and encourage them to write in anything that might have caused them any worry during the day, to write down anything that might have caused them any pain today. They can draw it if they want. Now you go ahead as well and write down anything that might have distorted your day, made you feel unsure or worried. And then once you're done with that, you can actually do certain things with what you have written. Some people 
perform a bit of a ceremony. And what that is, is they tear out the page of what they've written. They, t- they tear it up or they squeeze it and throw it in the rubbish bin. Some people actually burn it. But please, if you decide you want to burn it, remember fire is good, but can burn places down. So be very, very mindful and careful about your use of fire. Now, the other thing you can perhaps do is cross out the ones that are unfounded, unkind, and unhelpful. And the ones that you can either delegate to someone, you add them to where you could delegate. And we'll probably talk about that in another segment of the Wellbeing for Mothers show. And we'll explore this a lot further. Okay. So you can either use that as your crossing off of the things you can't control and the ones you can control. You just delegate them or schedule them in preparation for your day. Okay. Now, this also is also a place where you can also do some dumping and that's where you can brain dump. So if you've got tasks for the next day, just dump them on there, put them all there, pour them in. So these are things that you can do. Now, if this is very useful to you, I'd like you to share this with someone because many mothers do not realize that these things can be done. They perhaps think, oh, I don't even got the time, but this hour will save you a whole lot of stress, a whole lot of confusion, a whole lot of pain, and most importantly, help you enjoy this beautiful gift of motherhood. So go ahead and share this. Make sure you subscribe and do leave us a review. I'd really appreciate that. So the third segment, which is the third 20-minute segment, is more uh, refreshing segments. And what this does for you is that after you've, cle- you've prepped things and you've cleansed things, you need to kind of get into the refreshment of your being. And what that does is, one, you can listen to soothing sounds. So, of course, we have talked about the importance of sounds and music in a previous um, segment. And also in my book, Every Mom is a Supermom, I did speak about the kind of sounds and music that you can listen to that can help you in this process. So if you've not already got it, it's available on Amazon. Go ahead and grab your copy. So the sounds are very soothing. Of course, I love different types of music. That's not the time for me to listen to rap music, even though I love rap music. However, there are certain music, especially I love classical music. Now, you might not be a classical music lover, but there are certain music that are synchronized with our heartbeat, which is a natural kind of rhythm. Some people listen to binaural music, relaxing, soothing music. Now, you can get access to any of these on any most platforms. So use one that you can actually feel relaxed with. There is an app called Calm, which of course you can utilize as well. It has some nice sounds, sometimes the sounds of nature, water coming down uh, over pebbles or the trees rustling in the wind. Those kind of lovely sounds, they are relaxing. You can put that on low tones in your home. The other thing you can do, people tend to do, is using things like essential oils. And they have a diffuser. 
and something very useful like lavender is very good when it comes to relaxing your system and also helping you to get ready for bed and sleep. So all that is very relaxing. So the second thing you can do is very connecting you to your spiritual essence. This is done either via meditation or prayer. I tend to do prayer with my children before they go to bed, after which we, we look at the situation. How has today been? How, has, how, how did things go? Thank you for, being, for giving us life, oh Lord. And we just go through it. Some people, it's meditation. So be more in that space of thankfulness. Be in that space of committing your worries, the ones you have written in your journal in the previous segment, committing them and say, well, I'm worried about it, worried about this, and you let it go. That is the key for that exercise. And prayer, meditation, very, very important. It is said prayer is the master key. I totally believe that it is the master key. And once you've prayed and you've committed something over to God, guess what? Take your hands off. Let the worry go. Elsa style, so that you can actually enjoy the moment. Now, the third thing which you should do in that final third segment of preparation is to complete a gratitude journal. Now, this is another journal I love, and I actually do complete it with my children and let them have their own journals. Sometimes children will want to write. Sometimes they would like to draw. Even if you think they're messing about, allow them. That is the way they are expressing their gratitude. So you write what you're thankful for, how the day went. If it went really great, write it down. Oh, I, I met this person today. That was great. Oh, I found a car park space. That was great. Oh, I got penalized for this. Well, it could be worse. <laughs> you know, all things like that. Not just the good things that you think happened, but the ones that you think perhaps were horrible. Write them down in gratitude because the fact that you are there alive, you are way better than a lot of people who are probably going through worse things or perhaps are not even here anymore. So being grateful in that moment is so key. And of course, you can also wish yourself, your loved ones, and even the strangers in the world well, that is a good practice. And it's also a spiritual practice that we can incorporate into our preparation evening the night before. So that is just a summary of what you do in this evening preparation hour. I'm going to put the link of how you can download the practice and actually go through it can pin it up anywhere so that you and your children can see it, you and your loved ones can see it. So go ahead and go into the show notes and the click the description below and you'll be able to get access to that as well as a free download and my gift to you for being with me on the Wellbeing for Mothers show, for being here and being present. This is Dr. Duny. I am the Mom Empowerment Coach and I look forward to seeing you next time. Do subscribe, download this episode. You can listen to it over and over again and share this with someone so that they feel empowered. Next time, we're going to go into more details about the ways by which you can make the morning 
even more enjoyable. But this will set you for creating a calmer, better sleep, waking up, feeling energized and less stressed in your morning of your day. Take care and stay well. Thank you.